Hello and welcome to the RPG Blender, where we give lesser played games or forgotten settings the roll of the dice they deserve. I'm your host, Game Master George, thrilled to welcome you to our newest Grab Bag Gaming. If this is your first, welcome and a quick explanation. Every fifth Monday in the month, we take a break from our normal campaign to try out a new system. I pick one I've never played and guide our players through character creation and a completed one-shot adventure. As we're learning as we go, expect some rules errors, but a ton of fun along the way. Yesterday, we went through character creation, so today our heroes join the eternal hunt. So join us as we enter a new world in RPG Blender's Grab Bag Gaming, Rippers, to join the hunt. Hello and welcome to the RPG Blender. I'm your host, Game Master George, and I messed up my own intro, but that's okay, I don't really care. Uh, anyway, joining me today as we dive into this Ripper's Adventure is not quite our usual cast, but that's fine, we're gonna have some fun anyway, and I'm sure probably a little more fun because we're bringing in somebody new tonight. So let's start with the one you know, that is Rich. Say hello, Rich. Howdy, everybody. I'm Rich, I'm gonna be playing uh, Benji tonight. So uh, yeah, we're gonna have a lot of fun, gonna hunt a lot of monsters, gonna be a good time. <laughs> All right, uh, anything you'd like to tell us about Benji before we get started? Uh, yeah, he's just a normal, mild-mannered uh, kind of guy. He uh, likes to read uh, Shakespeare and everything like that. Does a lot of reading on the road and what have you. Um, also was uh, rescued from uh, Frankenstein's castle as a young boy, and it was uh, an experiment and everything uh, inside of that castle, along uh, dozens of other children uh, who are still part of Frankenstein's cult. But and that regular guy, salt of the earth. <laughs> Benji, do you have any academics? Who now? You, no, I don't. I don't. I don't touch the stuff. <laughs> okay, you just read Shakespeare for fun. Got it. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah. <laughs> None of that studying. I understand. All right. <laughs> and joining us for the first time is Jared. Say hello, Jared. Hey, thanks for having right. me. So had Yep, you got it. Glad to, <laughs> glad to be here. All right. Uh, and who will you be playing tonight? I'll be playing Baxter McMillan. Baxter McMillan. Would you like to tell mm. us anything about Baxter McMillan? Yes, well, he is a former manservant of a wealthy Irish family until they all got slaughtered by some vampires. And then he took up the uh, the vocation of hunting them down. Wow. Serving what's uh, what. Okay. That's a uh, that's quite a deep backstory already. Uh, all right. Well. You're like opposite Batman. You got it. If you're interested, you can find Jared on Twitch at Sir Winter Knight. Is there anywhere else that people can find you? Uh, it's pretty much I'm a theater artist in the Baltimore area. A theater artist and educator. Just wanted to throw that in there, too. So, yeah. Thanks for having me. <laughs> so when you need some theater education you got it you know who to hit up all right so tonight we are going to be or to this morning this whenever you are listening or watching to this we are going to be diving into finally rippers a savage world's setting this is a setting set in the victorian era i've set, said set many times doesn't matter we're going to keep going uh set in the victorian <laughs> era where monsters are real monsters stalk the night but combating them from the shadows are the Rippers. This is a secretive organization of hunters dedicated to stopping the flow of evil, of combating these shadows, and making sure that the people, the average citizens, are not caught up in their depraved desires. These Rippers, of course, engage in Ripper Tech, which is the practice of cutting up a monster that they have just hunted, uh, taking bits of its body and implanting it into themselves in order to gain some modicum of equal footing against future monsters. Uh, however, this leads to some bits of um, degradation of humanity. As such, this yeah, actually managed I to agree. create their largest uh, foe, Jack the Ripper. Once a member of the Rippers, 
He is now uh, the leader of the Shadowy Cabal, a force working to destroy the Rippers, which has met them at every turn and has been steadily over the past years, breaking down the Rippers, driving them down from what was once a fairly powerful organization in the world down to some bare bones within its uh, society. So here we are, new Rippers joining this organization on the downslide. Will these heroes be able to turn the tides, to bring the light back to the shadow and drive the Cabal back from their quest of domination and destruction of the Rippers? We won't find out tonight, but tonight we will find out how they begin as we <laughs> find ourselves at a dinner party. And Rich cringes inwardly as I mentioned that we started a dinner party. You are not wrong. This is, the, this is my only non-social character. I build social characters just constantly. And you're like, and now that you're a horned man, welcome to a dinner party. Take your hat off. You find just follow the lead. Just copy everyone else. You, along with other new recruits, new people who have been being trained to be rippers as you are about to embark on your journey to make your names within the society and to begin fighting back against these shadows. You've been gathered here to a party for one last celebration before you begin your endless hunts. You find yourselves at the manor of Sir Lord Abraham Van Helsing. Doctor, that's his correct uh, moniker, Dr. Abraham Van Helsing. Hmm. Your host has yet to appear. However, you find yourselves at a table, a long table stretching the length of this fairly magnificent magnificent room. You can see lining the walls trophies of many of his kills, a bit of, a bit of werewolf arm. You can see some fangs mounted on what looks like uh, a mannequin head of some kind, clearly some kind of meaningful kill from the past. Uh, also joining you, you see four other soon-to-be rippers. You see two men and two women. The first woman is a fairly attractive woman as she is circling the room, actively talking to whoever might come near. Uh, there is a confidence about her. She stands about uh, five foot two with long brown hair in a dress uh, of a shade of deep red. As she walks around, it's clear that many eyes are meant to draw to her. Uh, the other woman is more severe as she, rather than schmoozing and engaging with the party guests is approaching people with a calculating eye. She doesn't approach and talk. Instead, she keeps back and watches how they interact with this other woman. Uh, clearly with a little more of an investigative bent. Uh, her, She's dressed in fairly mannish attire, actually, uh, for the era. Suit and pants, uh, with her hair tied back in a very tight bun as she carries a notebook under her one arm. The first man is a large man, almost a brute of a man, you might say. Uh, he is making no real efforts to engage in anybody. Instead, he has parked himself at the table and and is already engaging in some of the very delectable foods which have been prepared. Uh, this man is somewhat scarred. You can see what looks like remnants of some kind of battle with a past creature on the side of his face as he 
chokes down another bite of delicious, but perhaps unnameable meat. And finally, a rather lithe young man uh, stands alone in the corner, simply watching everything that goes by. Uh, he is, unlike everybody else here, almost dressed for battle. You can see him in leather garb uh, covering almost his entire body, and you can see what looks like some straps at the back of it, which look like it probably connects to a hood piece, which he is not currently wearing. As he surveys the room, however, he is not doing so with the investigative eye of the second woman. Instead, he has an, a more violent uh, approach. Not no, That's a terrible way of describing it. He's, but looking, he's, he is he's looking, on edge. Yes, he yeah. is looking for the danger. He is not yeah. trying to learn about these people. He's trying to find the source of danger that he clearly believes is here. And in addition to these four uh, definitely not made up on the spot individuals, we have who would like to go first? I think I think uh, Baxter wants to go first. <laughs> Throwing him under the bus on his first <laughs> session. All right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sure. Uh, Baxter McMillan sort of takes to the sides and uh, quietly and um, diminutive. Uh, he's diminutive in personality, not necessarily in stature. So he sort of keeps to himself and is um, examining those fangs in particular. Um, dressed in uh, uh, sharp but simple dark grays and, and, and blacks uh, with uh, some sunglasses on, which is a little unusual considering it's probably evening for a dinner party. True. All right. Nice. And the last of the guests. Uh, is everyone here a ripper? Uh, that is what you've been led to believe. Yes. So, like, I could not have my hat on and it would be like that's no one would freak out. I mean... Ripper Tech is a known entity. It is something that they use. That doesn't necessarily mean that they like seeing people walking around with demon horns. Uh, it doesn't necessarily oh mean that they're going to be thrilled to see it on display. It is okay. a so necessary evil for the fight. I wear, I wear my hat. That's the answer there is I wear my hat. What okay. kind of hat? Uh, it's a bowler, obviously. Ah, okay. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's a special bowler that's a little bit bigger because the horns come like back. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, but other than that, uh, so uh, yeah, Benji is uh, actually actively talking to anyone because uh, he hasn't had uh, much of a chance to talk to many people throughout his life. Uh, he's actually been kept, uh, I want to say like latchkey, but kind of latchkey because uh, he's an unknown. He didn't know, you know, what was going to happen with him. So uh, he's always very happy to be out and about. And uh, only because of the dire straits that everyone's in, am I now out and about as a field agent? So that's pretty good. Yeah. And I'm just having, I'm having this conversation with like a guy who's giving me hors d'oeuvres. So I'm like, that's ah, pretty good. Great, yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, he, the guy who is giving you hors d'oeuvres looks um, looks like he wants to leave the conversation, but he does not seem taken aback by you. It's more of a, yep, okay, okay, I got work to do. Let me get out of here. Yeah, I don't let him. Anyway. Yeah, I'm aware. <laughs> I know how this works. No, he doesn't have a name. I, don't, I wasn't even going to ask his name. <laughs> I was going to give him a name, but every time I do that, you're like, that's not my name. It's only to help you. <laughs> that's true. I don't know why um, I shoot that good gift horse in the foot. Uh, Baxter can't help but appraise the quality of the help and feel like, hmm, how are they doing? <laughs> okay, give me a notice roll. Oh, okay. Uh, notice over here. Uh, but yeah, Benji's actually uh, not very tall at all. Um, he's like 5'7". Uh, so on the smaller side uh, for, I would assume, most of the people, especially the other hunters and whatnot, and Mr. Gargantuan Eating Man. Uh, other than that, his uh, clothes, while okay, are just that. They're okay. He has a long cloak, like a long coat and like a uh, nice button down and some slacks. And then his boots are actually muddy, even though this is a dinner party. And though he didn't track mud in, they're clearly not polished and whatever polish 
rushing in. He's not used to doing it. Okay. You find yourselves at this dinner party. Uh, everything is arrayed before you. What do you do? Oh, right. What was your notice roll? What was the result of your notice? Uh, what did you get to know if these people are good at doing the job? A four, and I have no idea if that's good or bad. But <laughs> It's exactly okay. okay. Or it's succeeding. A four. Uh, the staff is very well trained. Uh, generally speaking, the target number for an unopposed roll is a four for the system. Great. So if you hit the four, you're generally good. Uh, for every four that you exceed it by, you get a raise, which means that you will get more information or a more effective skill check. Uh, they are the equivalents of a critical success, I suppose. Uh, if you ever roll the maximum number on your die, you re-roll and add, which this application should do if you drag it into the chat window when you are rolling. If you choose to add roll in the app you can i don't care if you roll manually <laughs> whatever you I, choose i i'm a sucker for app dice die mechanics so i'm here for it okay so uh yes you see that the staff is very well trained uh aside from the one that is trying to extricate himself from uh benji, benji. Yeah. benji. i will learn your name eventually maybe probably not uh except for the one that is uh trying to extricate himself from benji they are all the picture of the unseen servant uh staying to the outskirts coming in just to grab the glass or to drop off another hors d'oeuvre and then disappear back into the shadows. Not the bad kind of shadows, the good kind of shadows. Uh, they, uh, the one who is attempting to extricate himself from Benji, is still doing so with absolute grace and aplomb and in the most polite way he possibly could, which is possibly why it's failing. Yeah, eventually I'll, eventually I'll let him go. I'm like, all right, you got work to do. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Um, yeah, Baxter, you got to tell me what you're going to do, because otherwise I'm going to... Uh, yeah, what, what about these fangs? Now I'm curious about these fangs. Okay. Uh, you go to examine the fangs. Uh, you can go ahead and give me your... Uh, you can give me your Ripper Tech roll. Ooh, great roll. It was a natural one. Both were not, so it was not a uh, critical failure. That's good. Uh, so, you are not certain. Uh, you can tell that they are probably vampire fangs, because you rolled a... What did you roll? Because it's a podcast. A three. Yes. A three. Uh, so, you can tell that it's... That they're clearly uh, supernatural fangs. They are probably vampi vampire fangs. You've been exposed to them enough to have a general idea of the elongated incisors. Did I use the word right K9? word? K9. That's it. One day Go I'll back. actually Do it again. know things. One day I'll know things. <laughs> no, they're not beavers. They... <laughs> uh, yeah, the elongated canines, it's pretty easy to tell that these are vampire fangs, though what significance they have behind them, you can't quite tell. There's no plaque or anything indicating the source or cause for them being displayed with such veneration. Um, Alright. Well, it's more my in my nature. Well, I'm curious. I am more reserved, so I'm sort of waiting for the action to happen. Although, actually, since I saw the help, um, if it hasn't yet been released, I'd go try to... I'd feel a sense of compassion, so as, you know, there's sort of an affinity there, so I'd probably go try to help him out by um, engaging with Benji to let the poor um, sod have some... continue with his duties. Okay. Uh, so, before you manage to let the uh, poor sod uh, engage in his duties, uh, Baxter makes his way over toward Benji. Very evening to you. Oh, even how tall are you? Uh, like out of 5'11", just short of six, I say. Yeah. Tallish. All right. Hey, how's it going there, Beanstalk? What you doing? <laughs> just sort of checking things out there. Um, oh, 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 oh. I, I take a glass of whatever from uh, wine, let's say, red wine from um, the uh, sure. server, and then give him a little thanks and a wink and let him make his leave. He returns uh, your wink with a slight bow and then walks mm -hmm. away probably faster than he normally would. Oh, I've got the good stuff here. Oh, yeah. Everything here is nice. You see all the monster bits all around that's pretty cool I yeah did i did i'm so curious about what uh stories are behind them which ones well all, there's the fangs over there there's the werewolf arms there's some kind of horn over there and 
too much to too much. I got to a really five get. for the fangs. Do I have any idea what those things are? Um, they are very clearly uh, vampire fangs. They are not. They are preserved in a way that they probably could have been used for Ripper Tech after they were first extracted. However, they were then treated with some kind of uh, preservative substance, which probably drained it of some of its natural or unnatural magics. Uh, so it would probably not be an effective Ripper piece of implant anymore. Uh, the fact that they did that also points toward this being some kind of significant uh, item. Mm. Yeah, those are vampire fangs, but uh, go to, uh, they go, uh, so the way they take them out, they would have been able to stick them in, but then they did something to them to kind of polish them up and keep them around and not inside somebody's mouth. So one of two things then, yeah, either it was a trophy, which is a weird way to store a trophy. You could store it a different way, or it's a trophy from a ripper. Interesting. What makes you suspect the latter? Because the way they're treated, they're, they're made to go back into somebody's mouth. That's uh, the weird uh, part. Interesting, interesting. And uh, I'm curious well, that you- That's not hmm? That, that's the it opposite. is. You said you that's said the it, they were taken said, out, they but were... then but then they were given something that made it so they wouldn't go in somebody's mouth. Okay. So my thought is is that they maybe were taken out of a ripper. I'm, I, oh, I don't conclusions. care. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm like this is fucking great to be. I'm talking to people. I don't okay, care. Cool. Oh, you seem well versed in the process. Oh yeah, I love ripper tech. It's real cool. I mean, besides making you go insane and everything like that, but you know, I mean, if you only have one or two bits, generally you'll be alright. Uh, sure, you'll be it, right. It's it's the burden the burden the rippers bear, I suppose. All right. Yeah. How you, you got any good? Bits in you? Oh, I've got a I just say just totally nonchalantly. <laughs> I've got a trick or two up my sleeve. Nice, nice. You know any of these other ones? I, I don't. I don't. I was about to ask you the same thing. Oh, nice. No, I don't know them. Um, if I had to guess, I would guess that's a honeypot bear trap. And I would guess that that is probably their accompaniment, unless that's their accompaniment. And then this guy looks like he's he's really scared to death. It's I feel bad for him. And I'm just and I'm talking at like a normal, like a completely like any one of these people could pay the most modicum of attention to me. And they can absolutely hear me. Right. No, say, but that but that guy looks like he'd fuck you up. Right. Look at this guy. He's just fucking covered in it. Took him a bit to graduate, though. That's I nod. <laughs> and then the awkward silence descends upon... It's not awkward for, for, for Baxter at all. Yeah, me either. I'm just... I'm <laughs> you both enjoy the silence for the briefest of moments. Uh, before, you... Uh, give me your notice rolls. Do I have... Oh, I do have that. I'm just Close. not good at it. A five. I got also a five. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, you notice a few extra people sliding into the room. Uh, these don't look like the mostly fresh-faced recruits that you see around. Uh, you can see that these appear to be more uh, venerable rippers. Uh, ones, representatives from various lodges from across the organization uh, gathered here to honor, test, observe, meet the new graduates, I guess you could say. Uh, as you make this realization, as you see them, a door at the far end of the room opens and in walks Dr. Abraham Van Helsing. Oh, Baxter, that's Van Helsing. Because Quiet. Don't say anything. <laughs> Thanks. An older gentleman uh, in an impeccable uh, suit and uh, what was the fashion be for the tie back then? Ascotty? Sure. Ascot. <laughs> Where did you call me? <laughs> uh, suit jacket and ascot. Uh, he walks in, uh, bracing himself slightly on a cane as he does, uh, supporting a minor limp, uh, his graying hair uh, closely cropped. 
as he walks in with well-practiced eyes and surveys the group. Welcome, welcome. I am so glad that you have come here. We are always glad to have new recruits. I will get this accent eventually. Uh, The Rippers, they are a necessity for this world. They must endure. They must have new blood. And so it is very heartening to see all of you here taking on the mantle of the Ripper, knowing the curses that will come your way, which will likely claim some of your lives. Your sacrifices will be known to us and us alone, but the effects will be felt throughout the world. I thank you all for coming here, and I thank you for your service. Please, make yourselves at home, sit, partake in the food, for tonight we shall hunt. Tonight you shall begin your lives as Rippers. And he gestures toward the table, uh, where one of the gentlemen is already seated and you can see that there are clearly table spots laid out for each of you uh there are name tags at each seat uh there is one more open spot uh than there are people here gathered uh other than that you can easily find your name uh, your named spots if you so choose uh i do so but it's not next to baxter's so i just move the nameplate that's next to baxter's and then i move my next to it and then i sit all right i was gonna put it next to that baxter's but sure you do that <laughs> Oh, this looks like a mistake. There we are. (laughs) Well, Baxter, you've just been adopted by this strange man. I'm sorry. Uh, on the other side of you is actually the, as people begin making their way in, uh, you can see that the left open spot is the one that's next to you. The name reading, uh, Dr. Elric von Richtenstein. That's next to me? Next to you. Great. Uh, well, no, sorry. Uh, sure, yes. Next to you. I, I'm sorry, I, I didn't. Nope, that's fine. Great. Uh, yep, it doesn't matter. Uh, on the other side of you, uh, now Benji, is Margaret Turner. Which uh, one is that? Uh, she sits, she is the more bookish uh, woman. I knew it. Who is observing. Hmm? <laughs> he knew it. I knew by the name alone. And on the other side of where Dr. Elric would be sitting is where, uh, is the head of the table where Dr. Van Helsing himself is hmm. seated. Uh, the older rippers themselves do not uh, make their way to the table. They instead take up guard positions around the room as eventually servants come in, bringing you your meal, a real meal, not the pickings that had been uh, laid out before. This is a feast fit for, well, heroes, for returning soldiers or those who have taken up a seemingly impossible challenge against the darkness like you have. Do the more veteran soldiers seem at ease or like are they there ceremonially or are they like legit on edge waiting for shit to go crazy? Uh, you can give me a notice. Notice is useful. <laughs> uh, nice. Seven. Nice. Okay. Uh, with seven, yes, it, it they seem mostly ceremonial. Uh, You can see one that seems like he's a little more at ease than the others, not really taking the whole thing as seriously. Uh, But for the most part, despite the clearly ceremonial nature of their position, they are approaching this with a high level of decorum, Mm -hmm. treating this as if this were a true protection detail rather than something ceremonial. Right. I take my seat. I'm very precise and deliberate and delicate with every little napkin unfolding and making sure my glasses are just so my drinking glasses oh okay your drinking glasses i pull out my chair the wood that scrapes against it is like (laughs) and i just kind of plop down and i go oh you're really good at that and i point at the guy who's already sitting i was like you got a head start it's smart go at that practice makes perfect they say (sighs) okay 
Uh, do either of you do anything in particular, or just, just waiting so for whatever? This exactly. I'm curious. Cool. I'm curious to if Doctor Elric takes the seat eventually. Which one if that is? Okay. Uh, he does not. All the other <laughs> individuals that you had seen uh, milling about the room uh, do take seats, but they don't. Uh, none of them come toward that seat. Okay. Uh, you can see that uh, the gentleman who was in the corner is very quick to rush to move in and swipe the name tag off of his table, hmm. uh, off of his spot, uh, before probably most people can read who it is, uh, and then take his seat. The other woman who sits between him and the larger man is, uh, you can see that the name just has a first name, Bethany. There's no last name assigned to it. <laughs> and finally, tossed off to the side, you can see the name tag of Waxilium, Wa uh, Waxilium Ladrian, the large gentleman. Little Waxilium. So based on what you said about the seating, it's me, an empty seat, and then um, uh, Van Helsing. Is that correct? That is correct. Kitty corner to me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And is 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 uh, Van Helsing sitting and eating? Uh, he, he has oh. he has sat down. He is not eating anything. Okay. Uh, no, no food has been brought to him yet. Uh, the servants come and they serve you first. Nice. All right. Uh, I guess I would look over and say, uh, my lord, is everything okay with uh, the missing um, guest guest here? Should we be should we be concerned? I should think not. Um, I believe he will show up eventually. Uh, unfortunately, he has developed a bit of a reputation uh, for unpunctuality for, uh, well, in a more, in more luxuriant times, we might not have allowed for such, but here in the dark days upon which we find ourselves, his skills are necessary. Understood. Well, let us know if we can be of any help. Yeah, definitely. Of course. That is why you are here. You are the chosen. You are the ones who will fight for us. And we thank you. Indeed. Slancha. Yeah. And I just, I just. I take. A, <laughs> I take a sip of. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't either. Rob Brown. Prost. 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 That's it. Prost. Prost. There it is. I wasn't sure if that <laughs> was German too. Yeah. Prost. You're close. And for our viewers, that seat will be filled when Greg makes it back. Unfortunately, he was I... not able to make it this evening. <laughs> Coming at you, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> um, I look over at Margaret and I'm like, so what, what, uh, what do you do? You, you study up on things? You go to, you go to fighting? I, I'm, <clears throat> I'm an investigator. Ooh. I will. I that is my specialty: gathering information and well, deciphering it. Hmm. Nice. So you get to find the nests and stuff. That is correct. Nice. It's probably be pretty satisfying work, yeah. Figuring out where to go, outsmarting people. Satisfying, I suppose. Not particularly challenging most of the time, but I look forward to that changing. And it's true. Monsters aren't people. Got all kinds of weird gobbledygook going up in there. Hmm. Like trying to untangle several ropes of spaghetti in a time with some, you know, uh, necklaces. It could be hard because you don't want to break the spaghetti, but you don't want to ruin the necklaces. You know. Exactly my thoughts. <laughs> and uh, a somewhat incredulous look appears on her face. And, and what do you do? Uh, oh, I fight him. Yeah, uh, I rely on people like you to point, and then I just fight him. Well, I'll keep that in mind when I have some pointing to do. Always appreciate it. And I'll, and I'll do a very, very light tip that does not actually move my hat very far. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Other than that, yeah, I just keep on scarfing stuff down. But if it's silent, then I'm going to point over at the lithe guy eventually and be like, Hey, what's your name? <laughs> More name? Yeah, your name. You don't need to know my name. Well, what do you want to be called? I want to be called when it's time to kill these creatures. That's all you need to know. All right, I'm going to call you Killer then. We're all okay with that? We're all okay? You're Killer. All right. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, the dynamic has been set. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there might also be a reason that people don't like Benji. Like, it's okay. <laughs> 
No. Uh, yeah. You guys are free to roleplay whatever as long as you like. And when you are ready to proceed, we'll proceed. You guys can talk amongst yourselves or not. I'm I'm easy here. Well, I asked the big guy how many monsters he's killed. Oh, you do? Yeah, yeah. How many monsters you get? But I do it like after, like in the middle of dinner. Like I finish like chowing down on a roll and drink really hard. I'm like, how many monsters? How many monsters have you killed? <laughs> Four. Wow, that's good. You was just doing that independently. There were five. Five what? What kind? No, I'm curious. Dead. Don't know what they were, but they rose up, attacked my family. One got away. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, and well done. Hmm. Well, it's real good. Most people can't kill any. I haven't killed none. I have advantages. Oh. As he grabs another massive handful <laughs> of food and just chomps <laughs> yes. away at it. At which point, uh, Bethany turns, Oh, so, uh, what about you there, gentlemen? What do you do? Looking at, uh, Benji. No, Baxter. 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 Looks at Baxter. Ben- Baxter. Benji's a fucking Damn moron. Don't bees. The bees. <laughs> the BB gang. <laughs> Oh, I'm good at getting in and out of places, and uh, I can go unnoticed when uh, when it suits me. Oh, well, that's useful. Precision it certainly can be. And yourself, milady. Certainly a woman of such charms must have a whole array of skill sets to offer. Oh, I do a little of this and a little of that. Uh, but mostly I know people, and I can get us in where we need to. Uh, when your skills are less, uh, when your skills are less needed, and we instead need to uh, work the tongue. Indeed. We're good at that too, yeah. <laughs> I had no doubt in my mind. Oh, she's good. She's good. <laughs> yes, Benji's got the gift of the gab, as they say. Mm, I could tell. And I lower my, my sunglasses and give a wink, <laughs> wink to Bethany. You lower your it's sunglasses. Just to give a wink. Okay, cool. Is there anything obvious about that? Because a gift of the gab, it's a, I'm making an inner joke with her. Oh, yeah, yeah, joke, yeah, yeah like, no, 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 I mean like, like your sunglasses. Well, because they're sunglasses. Well, to see the wink, I'd have to lower them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so she's She's asking, looks... is there anything weird about your face? Oh, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Okay. Perfectly normal face. I'm just, I just, I just realized if I want to wink and for the wink to be seen, then this, <laughs> the lowering would have to happen. Yeah, you're yes. right. Okay. Uh, she looks at you as you wink. She returns it and uh, the party continues. Okay. Uh, before mm-hmm. long, uh, the dinner has been served. You've all enjoyed a nice, delicious meal. And as the night draws on, Van Helsing rises. My new friends, it is time for you to begin your hunts. Please. You will pair up, and you will take to the streets. You will protect this city for this night. The vigil falls upon you, and we wish you luck. Please, come back here with stories to tell. All right. At that, uh, he gets up, he turns around, and walks away. As you can see, the people begin uh, quickly gathering there, looking next to each other, grabbing somebody. Uh, Unnamed killer looks begrudgingly around uh, (laughs) after being told that he needs to pair up, uh, at which point um, Mark... Margaret. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Names. Names. Why Margaret. suck at names? Margaret. I wrote it down. Yeah. What's it say? <laughs> which Margaret, Margaret uh, grabs him, clearly looking for a uh, killer type. Uh, Bethany and Wax pair up as well, leaving the two of you. I mean, we oh, paired up first, Benji. so it was fine. Uh, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I was about to say, unless you intercept one of these pairings, but I think Benji already claimed Baxter. Seems like Kismet. <laughs> All right. Now, where, how should, how are we, how are we deciding who's going where in the town? Are we all just on our own patrols or I, I'm asking to the group at large? Yeah. Well, let's uh, see. At that, the hunters from the side uh, step forward. Each of them has what looks like, that three of them step forward. Each of them has a sealed envelope. Your patrols, hmm. the one near you, steps forward and hands you the envelope. You're to Aww. take Oh, it's, it's orders. I thought it was a card. Um, go ahead. You are to patrol the park, Hyde Park. Very well. Understood. All right. All right. Be safe and kill something for us. Do our best, and I give a little salute. I will hand Baxter the envelope. 
All right. Yeah. I'll check it out see so if there's anything additional on the envelope in the inside. Uh, no, it's just a map of the surrounding area with a uh, suggested patrol route, which takes you through Hyde Park, around the side and down the bottom. Uh, and the surrounding area is just a little suggested path for you to take, though you are, of course, welcome to adjust it if you so desire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can wing it. I'm going to go to the uh, umbrella like basket and I pick up what is clearly a very poorly disguised rifle inside of the umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Great. Rifle. Uh, that's generous, isn't it? A musket? It is a musket. Well, a you mus- don't know what it is because you can only see the butt <laughs> with an umbrella on it. Okay. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Do either of you have anything else that you do as you make your way out of this uh, manor? Well, I, guess uh, I say goodbye to everybody. Oh, likewise, I'd make a nice cordial greeting and well wish to everybody. Okay. They all return the gesture mostly wholeheartedly. Uh, you can give me notice rolls if you'd like. You got it. I got a four. Okay. I got a five. Okay. It's a classic number. <laughs> that classic number on a D4. Getting a five. That's I've gotten a five every time I rolled. <laughs> have you? Yes. Do you, do you have cheat mode on? I hope. <laughs> if we were playing this on the tabletop, because I noticed that sometimes multiple um, dice end up oh, getting rolled. Oh, is that why? Mm-hmm. If you roll if the you maximum roll the max. number, it rolls it again. Uh, also, you are wild cards. So when you roll a skill, you are rolling your uh, skill die plus a d6. That's what it is. And whichever is the higher that you You're get. not cheating. Yeah. Got it. Got it. No, you're not actually cheating. Thanks. I was just curious about the mechanics of it. <laughs> yes. Cool. Okay. So you're, once we make it outside, I would then take my sunglasses off to benefit from my uh, ocular implants. Okay. Noted. And you make your way. What is your, what are your ocular implants? I have retinal do? graft, which lets me see in the dark and ignore darkness penalties due to lighting. That's good. I also have that. So we don't need torches, oh, nice. which is great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And there goes this challenge. <laughs> All right. And you make your way out into the night. Uh, do you, how do you approach this? What do you do? Well, I would suggest that um, I'm going to keep it uh, quiet. So I think uh, if you want to take a more public route and I'll si- I'll go parallel to you in the shadows. Oh, um, I'm, I'm pretty good at sneaking, but I'm good oh, with you that are. too. Great. Well, oh, yeah. that's, that's fine. Let's, we can both. I mean, pretty good is, pretty good is relative, I should say. I don't know. Like, my idea pretty good and your idea pretty good could be different. Or know? maybe that this, who knows? Like, I might like a dog pie, but you might not like <laughs> dog pie. Well, let's pretend that I trust you and let's then both try to keep to. Um, no, no, I like the bait idea. Bait's better. Bait's better. <laughs> Perfect. Love it. <laughs> then I'll try to be stealthy. You got it. Um, we sh- You should buy me some alcohol so I can, like, walk through the, the park. If I had a penny to my name, I would. Ah. Uh, but no. It was worth a shot. It was worth a shot. I did not think to fill my flask with um, <laughs> with any whiskey from the inside. I should have done some. So oh, so grab we'll, and we'll go, go next we'll time. we go back? Will we go back? <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, we make our way to the, uh, the park. And I will... What is lying in this game? What, what is skill lying? is that? Is that, like, persuasion? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I don't know. Uh, lying is... Sorry, I'm just looking at the list of skills here. I'm going to say it's probably persuasion because it's not a lying specific Yeah, skill. so I, I guess I'm just going to try and act, you know, yeah. like a, 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 a raucous youth on my way home. Uh, persuasion is the ability to convince others to do what you want through reason, cajole, cajoling, deception, rewards, or other friendly means. All right. Uh, looking here that might actually be more performance well i don't know how to do that <laughs> so i'm just gonna walk 
Okay. I'm uh, so drunk. Got it. <laughs> oh goodness. Okay. So you are just walking. You're not actually trying to sell that you're drunk. No. Like I, if, if, again, just because I only ha- I have persuasion. Like that's the skill that I have. So I'm not going to do performance. I'm not. You're not, not going to try that. Not going to try that untrained skill check. Okay. All right. Uh, so, but I will stealth. Yes. Give me your stealth roll. Watch it be terrible. Oh dear. A three. I can see you. Look around. <laughs> Okay, so you begin making your way. Do you follow the suggested route or do you make your own? Is it uh, like gets from point A to point B? It's kind of pretty. A thing? No, this is a you are going to patrol for the evening and this is a route that you can take, which will bring you through the majority of this area. You'll probably need to repeat it a couple times just so you know. Let's let's do it the way they have it once and then we'll just like zigzag and go crazy. Sounds great. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you make your way through. You begin at Hyde Park itself, making your way through the uh, park down the street, down the uh, cobblestone road leading through it. Uh, nothing. Well, give me your notices. Always important. Here, roll dice. Uh, right? Got a three. I got a six, breaking my five streak. Why do your dice always explode? I don't know. And I love that we're doing this now with the with this <laughs> thing because it makes me feel not as bad. Give me you know your times, You have no idea how many times I've exploded and I just don't say it. I'm like, I'm just not going to mention it. Uh, okay. So uh, <laughs> you make your way through the park itself. And although there are many people still milling about as the evening has not yet reached its peak, uh, you do not sense any kind of disturbance within the park itself. You then make your way out into the surrounding streets, winding your way through the streets between the te- between the buildings, uh, keeping your eye out for anything that might be above, be- uh, below, in the alleys as you walk. Uh, and again, nothing seems to catch your eye. Uh, eventually, you reach the end of your prescribed route at about midnight, maybe a little closer to 1230. All right, let's go back, yeah? Sure. Should we, uh, h- how do you propose we vary it up this time? Wait, do you mean go back to the manor or go back? In no, the no, manor? gosh, no, no. We ain't killed nothing. That'd be, that'd be crying shame. Oh, right, right. <laughs> you said go back. I meant like go back so we can go the same route. But if let's say somebody was trailing us, like maybe somebody knew that we was around and about. Sure, we could double It wouldn't be good to do the exact same. Yeah, yeah. Or if somebody did know the route, then they would know we weren't going to like that. We would be, you know, doing like a circuit. So if we do it backwards, it might be good. Yeah, right. Oh, right, sounds good. So reverse, reverse course. All right. OK, you reverse course. You begin make uh, you begin making your way through the streets, eventually leading into the park. Give me your notices for this run. Should I do a separate stealth roll as well? Uh, yes. Yes. Let's let's erase that three. Hooray. My notice. I got a three now. Wait, where is <laughs> a nine. Oof. On my, so you get a good on my notice. notice. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. That was your notice. Mm-hmm. And then do your stealth. A six. Nice. All right. All right. OK, yeah. OK. All right. Significantly better. As I'm just looking at my way. umbrella. I'm like, this doesn't look like <laughs> Umbrella. Uh, your eyes, they specifically counteract darkness. That's it, right? Correct. Or are there other things that it counteracts? Uh, recipients can see in the dark, ignoring darkness penalties due to lighting. In normal lighting, the character suffers a minus two penalty to notice and ranged attacks unless wearing a wide-brimmed hat or sunglasses. Yep, so it's just dark. Okay, noted. Mm-hmm. All right, you begin making your way through the streets this time, uh, working your way backwards. Do you follow the exact same path through the streets, or do you kind of vary it up a little bit? That's probably a question. For I follow um, Benji. Oh, yeah, that is a question for me. I'm slightly, um, slightly tailing him off into the side in the dark. Yeah. Let's see. Do I follow my orders? Are you about to roll? Nah. No. no, I do not. <laughs> 
Okay. I'm like, that place looks darker. And even though this will show me most of the park, this place looks like a place that I'd mug or eat somebody. So I just start going through like random alleys that way. I try and stay close to the path, but mm -hmm. I'm not like in it anymore. Baxter, you quickly notice that he is deviating from the prescribed path, the one that you took before. I assume you continue following him or do you? I, no, I do. I do. Okay. Uh, you begin making your way through the darker alleys. Uh, as you do, you can find more sinister figures lurking nearby, but none of them seem to have the supernatural about them. These are just your common, everyday bad people who might be out at one, two o'clock in the morning. Uh, eventually, the path leads you back into uh, the park itself at roughly 2.30 in the morning. Uh, as you do, uh, Baxter, as, as uh, Benji is walking along the path, Baxter, you can see uh, through the fog that has begun to roll in, uh, two figures approaching, one taller and one shorter, almost hunched. Um, and uh, are they, they're approaching Benji? They're approaching Benji on the path through the park. Mm -hmm. I uh, hmm. We didn't do a signal. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Just occurred to me. <laughs> um, Walking on sunshine. I, I, uh, Shaisa. Throw something I, at me. I guess. Yeah, so I was going to say, I throw like a, a small pebble that would like skip skip across. <laughs> it's, it's If it's foggy, they're not going to see this, but he would hear uh, the clicky clacking. I have a better chance of hearing it. The click clack, yeah. Okay. Uh, give me your or athletics, I guess? Sure. I have some of that. A six? No, it exploded. A seven. Nice. All right. That's some uh, pebble throwing. Benji, a pebble comes skipping across in front of you. Uh, I stop and I'm like, oh, and I just pick it up. <laughs> uh, but I do look around for like where it came from, obviously. Okay. Give me your notice roll, opposing his stealth roll. Uh, I'm actually not looking for him. I'm looking for. Yeah, the, I know. This I'm is looking for anything, but yeah. you're looking to see if you find. All right. Five. Uh, you can tell about where it came from, but you don't notice Baxter there. All right. Do I see anything else? But I'm looking around. I'm assuming it's there's something around. Nobody just throws pebbles. Uh, no, <laughs> no, you don't right. notice him or, or anything in that direction because you can tell where it came from. Yeah, but I'm just I'm looking around now in general. OK, uh, you can give me a smarts roll to try to interpret this. You got it. Do, 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 do. Uh. There we go. Oh, my God. Oh. oh, my goodness. Holy. There is danger. <laughs> <laughs> what did you uh, roll? I got an 11. OK, uh, with that 11. Yes. With the angle that it came in, uh, because you're apparently a savant with uh, trigonometry. Spatial awareness. <laughs> my spatial uh, intelligence is real good. The angle it came in, uh, you can tell that's probably about where Benji should should have been uh, and the velocity with which it came in getting so close to you it's probably likely that this is some kind of signal so yeah i'm gonna i'm just gonna like stretch after i get the problem i'm gonna stretch and just be like ah just gonna looks like rain <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Benji, you see this first as they are approaching. Uh, you see what looks like a burly young man supporting a frail older woman emerge from the fog toward Benji. Um, would it be, I, I guess I've already noticed them. So how would I try to decipher more about them? Is that just another notice roll? Um, like to try yeah. to like, do I, do I believe this, this situation or is it? So it depends on what you're trying to investigate. Are you, are you thinking that this would be something magical? 
magical, like a cult? Are you looking for academic knowledge, like trying to determine a country of origin? Uh, common knowledge, which would just be a generic role about people, places, and things. Uh, it's not I'm normal for this. Trying to pierce, pierce the bluff of like, are they, is this a con? Okay. Uh, piercing. Is the she as frail as she looks? Piercing the bluff. Piercing the bluff. Good question. Let's go with. It's yeah, a great question. That's probably going to be an a notice. A notice opposed by performance. All right. That's. Uh, ooh, I hope that's oh, your role. Oh my. Oh my. Oh, oh, oh my. <laughs> That's a 16. <laughs> okay. Uh, they exploded once, but it was not enough to overcome a 16. Okay. Um, as they're approaching, you can see very clearly that the um, older woman is genuinely being supported by this uh, younger, burly man. You can also mm -hmm. see uh, that her eyes are glazed over. Uh, this is clearly a blind woman. Uh, there does not seem to be anything affected about the way that she is approaching. It seems genuine and natural. All right. Um, I'm going to try to sneak my way just um so that uh they are sort of like thank them to get behind them as they approach him Benjamin. all right you're coming around the back then by the time they will reach him you'll have gotten about three quarters of the way around so you won't sure. be directly Great. behind but you'll be close enough. perfect mm -hmm. okay uh as they approach benji you can eventually see them emerging from the fog uh probably much sooner than you would have without your darkness seeking eyes do you do anything in particular as they walk towards you um oh you're just yeah. Yeah, I just stretch with my umbrella. No, um, after. Uh, I after... hope not. That might tip out the bullets. <laughs> this way stretching this way uh, uh but yeah i uh i'll like uh as they get closer i'll like obviously like move to like go off to the side okay all right uh as you step i'll give them the like side, a polite evening you give the evening uh as they approach and the older the old woman turns towards you young man and she holds out her palm will you cross me with silver does is that does that mean something it, it yes it means will you give her money I start padding my jacket and stuff like that because I have virtually no money and I definitely don't have a silver like I don't have like a whole pence to my name I've got a bunch of shillings and pennies so I'm okay. not like I'm really not rolling in any kind of dough yeah. however I do have some dinner rolls that I took so mm -hmm. I produce a dinner roll and then I go back and I go oh you know what the heck and I go back in and I get two dinner rolls <laughs> And you put so a dinner generous. roll in her hand? I put two dinner rolls in her hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I said, that's one for each of you. <laughs> okay. Uh, as you go to place the dinner rolls in her hand, she jerks it back from it, uh, holds it out towards you in a clawed gesture, and hisses, Beware the son of two fathers. Before retracting her hand. Who's that? Is that me? Baxter. Am I that? Give me a notice roll. That's a five. Okay. Uh, you hear hurried footsteps coming from further down, from the direction that the old woman and uh, early man originally came from, uh, basically walking toward you in the same path. You can hear them uh, very quickly approaching, not running, just like a brisk walk. A her, yeah, a power walk. That's okay, a power walk. I'll, 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 slink, I'll slink, slink around behind like a corner to be even more sort of obscured, concealed, okay. and, and watch and see what happens. Great. Uh, as he approaches, you I'll can also see, my pistol. You can see a short, very very plain looking man uh, emerges from the fogs, working purposefully toward the group. You do anything? Anybody? I do not. Okay. I observe, I wait. Great. Uh, then before too long, uh, Benji, you can see this figure also emerge from the fog, walking in your direction. I go, oh, is that a fortune? And I go, oh, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you turn toward him and say, who's that? Yeah. Uh, he looks at you, he locks eyes with you and just 
kind of shrugs his head, uh, shrugs his shoulders. You don't shrug heads. Shrugs his shoulders, shakes his head, and just keeps walking, not making, uh, breaking eye contact with you and not looking in your direction again. Um, and he's just walking. He's just got somewhere to be. He's just got somewhere to be. Can I make any kind of like, like look about him? Like, does he have like, I don't know, bloody pockets or like, (laughs) like, is there anything different about him? You can give me a notice. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Oh, three. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no. All right. So I look at him and I'm like, ah, what an asshole. Anyway, is that a fortune? <laughs> <laughs> he approaches. He walks past uh, you and the woman. And as he does, her head turns looking at him. Uh, she turns and gestures, spitting an unintelligible curse at him. At which point you can see him turn over his shoulder, looking uh, a flicker of rage cross- crossing his face. And then a demonic surge of anger seems to contort his plain features. With a bestial growl, he lunges out, knocking the woman over and then begins taking off into the fog away from you. Well, that just happened so fast. <laughs> yes. I, 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 yes, it did. I, I uh, hightail it. Run. Yeah, I run toward. toward Sorry. <laughs> Enjoy the rolls. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking the time to enjoy our show. Come back tomorrow for the next part of this one-shot adventure. But if you want more now, the rest of this one-shot is up on our Patreon. Plus, this will continue in a full campaign exclusive for our patrons. So if you're enjoying the show, consider joining to help support the channel and get some more tabletop content. If you want to stay up to date on our releases, you can join our new Discord. Check the description for a link. Don't have Discord? No worries. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at RPG Blender. Or subscribe on your podcast app of choice. Music is The Punk Rock Show by My Free Mickey. Copyright 2012. Licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution License. Thank you again, and remember, there's gaming outside the Forgotten Realms. Can you leave a musket loaded or do you have to load it in the moment? You you can leave it loaded. The problem is, is it takes two rounds to load. So you are like, blam, the end. That's no, I don't it. mean in terms of game mechanics. I mean an actual like actually, musket. I think it depends on when it was made, actually. Would the pellets just you, fall right out? Well, you if you keep it, that's why they store them up because then you take them out and then you can like mm. go like this. But you have to run with them up. If you ever notice like they're never running with them like the other way or anything like that mm-hmm. or like pointed down because you're probably right, it would. But you do pack it in. But right. no, that's it. No, the pellets would totally fall out. Yeah. But I know that they store them upright, so it's probably up. Today on Random Stuff Rich Knows. I'm, actually, I'm just making an educated guess because I see, I've see i seen them take it up. I was like, it just makes the most sense to me. Seems legit. I'm, I'm using my dad bullshit knowledge, but I mean, it is. It seems solid.